With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 1.21 shikawas. This is insane, you guys. Yo, this is sexy, man. <laughs> Broadcasting live from the internet, it's Tuesday night, and this is the PanelsOnPages.com podcast with your host, Lee Rodriguez. At the end of the day, babies are terrible people, and I'm not sorry for saying it. Jason Nyes. Motherfucker, oh, I won best costume. Jose Guzman. Yeah, I know nothing about Firestorm except for his hat's always burning. And Kelly Harris. Oh, I love it. Appears we got a penis in the mail. <laughs> I glued my fucking eyes shut. <laughs> I just want to see all uh-huh. these Yelp reviews of Jose's jizz. <laughs> oh, sorry, I knocked over the salt. Like you had anything better to do? Oh, what's going on, everybody? Today is Tuesday, October 20th, 2015, and this is episode number 316 of the PanelsOnPages.com podcast. Find all of our episodes and all the other shows at PCN.PanelsOnPages.com. On that podcast network, I'm your host, the Lord Reverend Lee Rodriguez, and joining me on the line tonight, we got Mr. Jason Nyes. Why don't you make like a tree and get out of here? <laughs> Jose Guzman. Billion dollars. Our first bid starts at a million dollars. <laughs> and Kelly Harris. Caramel apple twizzlers are the shit. It sounded as if you had a million dollars up for auction and then started the bidding at a million dollars. Hey man. Y'all know what I got. I would Once. try I would try caramel apple twizzlers. I've got some of those caramel apple Milky Ways and they're just weird. It's it's a very yeah, caramel? fake caramel apple flavor. Yeah. The caramel apple twizzlers are nice because the the twizzler themselves are the apple flavor and then they're filled with caramel. Oh fuck! Yeah, <laughs> they're amazing. It got real. Like if you hear me being quiet during the movie for a while, that means I'm eating some. Because <laughs> <laughs> like, I have oh, a snack-sized one right next to me waiting. Oh man, yeah, put that we, uh, on we my. We said last week that we were going to watch uh, Masters of the Universe tonight. We're not. And I fucking did all my homework and <laughs> took all kinds of fucking notes. I'm ready. I got like behind behind the scenes talking about the script writing, what their fucking kids did, all down the drain. Jose read all of the New Gods comics. He did all an interview with Babstar. <laughs> they fucking even stocked goddamn Dolph Lundgren for a little bit. <laughs> We're not doing that. Uh, because uh, Nyes texted me a few days ago and said, oh, hey, shit, um, Back to the Future 2 day is next week. We should probably watch Back to the Future 2. And I said, sounds good. Let's do that instead. Yeah, so like, back to the when else are we going to get a chance to watch a movie on the day that it takes place? Like, we already missed Judgment Day. 
But you know, Judgment Day is a never-ending eventuality, so you know. Yeah, but I'm talking about old school Judgment Day, like '98 Judgment Day. Yeah, the fucking real Judgment Day. <laughs> Sarah Connor, you know, banging on a chain link fence, Judgment Day. Goddamn right. Goddamn right. Ah, oh, so yeah, we got a uh, we got that going on because it's because yeah, it's a good time and it's a good movie. And I saw this um, for the first time in years, fairly recently. Watch it with the family, and we all had a good time with it. And uh, Kelly, as it turns out, has not seen any Back to the Future movies. Nope, so I'll be asking you who that guy is a whole time. <laughs> the good news about Back to the Future 2 is, or good bad, is it is very expository when it needs to be. Yes. Good. And they essentially go back to the first movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're going to fill in all the holes for you. So this, this shouldn't be a big deal. When last we met Marty McFly, he'd just come back to the future. <laughs> Which is actually the past. Yeah, I was thinking the only thing Kelly's going to miss out on are the bits from the future scenes that harken back to the scenes from the first movie. Right. That, right that's yeah. really all he's going to lose. Well, I'll just go forward to the past and watch the first one some other time. <laughs> there you go. Right on. He, he, he was talking about you know watching the first one before the show tonight. I was like, eh, <laughs> could you not cough into your microphone? <laughs> I thought mute was on. I'm fucking joking. Oh my god! In the future, uh, apparently, weed is legalized at Jose's house. <laughs> it was a lozenge. And uh, you know, Kelly was like, "Should I watch the first one before tonight?" I'm like, "You know what? That's not wholly necessary. First of all, you, you're not gonna miss out on a whole lot of plot points, and second of all, we're gonna talk over the whole thing anyhow. So, right? Yeah, yeah, it's fine." Yeah, before we uh, get into that, real quick, I think uh, Jose, Jose, your microphone. What? Well, I'm not even doing. You're in a windstorm, Jose. <laughs> there we go. Much better. Much better. Uh, before we get too far into it, what Mahoney? Uh-oh. What? <laughs> I can't hear you over Jose breathing. <laughs> oh God, damn it! <laughs> Hey, man, I have a sworn duty to my good buddy Tito. He doesn't care how many futures you watch. (laughs) All right. Uh, So Tito is once again at work putting tiny little things in tiny little boxes and mailing them out to people. (laughs) Putting stamps on bananas. (laughs) Putting stamps on bananas, sticking them up his butt. Um, so, anyways, I'm here with the results of uh, Pop Fantasy Football Week 6, I do believe. I uh, think so. Which had a very interesting situation this week that I will get into uh, later. So, I know you guys have an entire movie to watch, so I'm not going to waste any time. Uh, Kelly and his Milwaukee Superkick Party defeated Tito, 92-76. to Tito. So, Kelly is officially on his run. Yep. Uh, and Tito, as the loser, your punishment this week is to take two hot dogs, cook them, <laughs> cut them up, put all those pieces in your mouth. <laughs> all at once. <laughs> Chew them all down. Um, Goat and his turdfergs uh, defeated Mary, gave her her first loss of the season. Oh, my God. 108 to 83. She got crushed. 
So I don't know what happened. She clearly uh, was not paying too much attention to her lineup. No, she, so Mary, she, she paid attention to it. Uh, oh, she tried. Yeah, she, and she lost that bad. Yeah, it's it's Peyton Ooh. Manning, man. Peyton Manning really fucked her this week. Yeah, Mary, I know that you're from wherever he used to be from, but you know, <laughs> dude's old. You can't throw shit. Even I know that. Uh, so Mary, take that bag with the beard in it. Open that up. Give that a good old smell. <laughs> <laughs> Let us all know what it smells like. Good, good. I'm glad that's her punishment because I was going to suggest to Mahoney that uh, someone who lost this week, uh, their punishment should be they rip up their Star Wars Episode Seven tickets. But then I realized that that could be used against my wife. <laughs> I could never. I could never because I know Mary would just leave the internet before she'd ever do that. Uh, Gino who doesn't even set his lineup or pay attention, beat Juan. Yep. So he really wanted that bounty. He fucking collected that bounty. He collected that bounty. He beat Juan 97 to 81. And that that drops Juan out of first place. So the uh, descent to the bottom has begun. So Juan, your punishment this week is you need to friend request Bobby. (laughs) (laughs) I've heard that Juan's a terrible person. Bobby and Kerouac, I hear. Both of them. (laughs) And Onion Knight. And Onion Knight. Friend all of them and uh, send them a picture of your dick. Um, very curious. <laughs> Jose and his Los Trace Savages tied with Demon Weasel. Kill Demon Weasel. Kill what? Tad's team. Tied. Fucking tie, man. Fucking one yard tie. away from a point. 89 oh, to 89, a... making Jose 1, 4, and 1. Suck so it. since you tied, I have to punish both of you. Uh, or uh, reward. I'm immune. I have to I either punish. Or lose. I gotta punish or reward you both because I don't know if you either both won or you both lost. But I know it's gotta be equal. So I figure the easiest way is for both of you to just kiss. <laughs> I'd watch that. Yeah. So next time you see each other, get those tongues busy. No talking. <laughs> like you see yeah, each no, other across the room, and you just <laughs> go for it. And don't breathe in his mouth. <laughs> Put it above your nose and still figure out a way to kiss him. Uh, Matt and his Shelbyville Sharks defeated Mel in his something-something uh, Chris lead. Uh, 127 to 88. Holy that was a killing. Shit. Matt's now 5-1. and one. And so, Mel, as your punishment, I want you to track down as much milk as it takes to make you lactose intolerant. <laughs> Get on that. Uh, and finally, nice... Sneaking his way into first place, defeated Vetter eighty six to seventy eight, making Vetter zero and six. Oof! God damn, son. So Vetter today sent me a message saying that <laughs> since he feels that he's fast on his way to the uh, to the Kerouac, that maybe as his punishment he could draw the winner uh, something special. To which I said, "Great, get ready to draw them a nude picture of Juan." <laughs> <laughs> So whoever the winner is, if Vetter's the loser, get yourself a spot on your wall for a big old naked picture of Juan because it's coming to your house. I I just got to put this out there to Vetter, like don't give up hope just yet, man. Like no, that's a even, defeatist bullshit. Even if you go winless for the rest of the season, you got to hold out for those playoffs, man, because somebody's gonna get lazy and not set their lineup or forget about it or stop caring and you I might don't know, be able because to because the guy that's doing that's got a better record yeah well he obviously <laughs> set his lineup this week because he didn't have any 
players on a bye on his starting lineup. He wanted that that uh, bounty. That bounty, yeah. He really did. And Vetter, look around at this league. Only like 2% of the league has ever shown the ability to sustain success. So <laughs> you don't need to worry. Sooner or later, their lifestyle will catch up to them and they will lose. And really, like, look at your team. It can't get any worse. Yeah. Um, so anyways, as your punishment this week, I figure as a good warm up sketch, I want you to draw Jose riding on an eagle. <laughs> Ooh, that's nice. Right? Fully nude. <laughs> of course. Both he and the eagle. Well, no, the eagle, give the eagle pants, but Jose fully nude. <laughs> but like, like going into battle pants, not like. Yeah. Like yeah. cargo pants. Like, yeah. Like cargo, <laughs> cargo shorts. Yeah. Cargo shorts. <laughs> But like camouflage. Yes. Yeah, of course. Not khaki. And, and then and, like those Rambo bullets across his chest. And and a cell phone on a belt clip. Yeah. Because yeah. he's got business. <laughs> yeah, and it's got to be in one of those big cases that you can like chuck it off your roof and it'll be fine. Yes. Yeah. Well, he's a bird, so he's he needs that. Right. Yeah. Hope you're taking notes on all this. Well, it, the beauty of this is you can just rewind. Listen yeah, to it as many times as you need to. Get your so that's zoom it. Just listen to it. That's the, uh, yeah, get your Zune out. Listen to it. Oh, next week, whoever loses, I'm going to make you buy a Zune. <laughs> <laughs> Jose, save Lee's Amazon password in case you lose next week. I'm going to need some help on that. Uh. All right, that's the uh, that's the summary. I will let you. I don't understand why Kelly couldn't watch the first Back to the Future in preparation to watch I, the second Back to the Future. I didn't say that he couldn't. I mean, he yeah. he offered he to do it. No, yeah, I'm not saying you told him don't. I'm saying why did he even offer? Like, obviously, watch the first one. Like, don't say, hey, do you think I should watch the first one? Just take the hour and a half and watch it. Because well, first of I all, episodes of Common Rider to watch. You're gonna. And I got a Dragon Ball Z video game in the mail today. So I have stuff to do. Isn't isn't your Dragon Ball Z video game on the DS? Aren't all yeah. your video games on the DS? Yeah. Well, so why can't you watch TV and play the DS? You know that makes sense. <laughs> Ridiculous. Oh hey, you guys will be excited. Uh, I watched Age of Ultron. Nice. Yeah, and I heard you enjoyed it. I did. It was a good movie. Yeah, awesome. well, maybe now you'll watch another one before uh, eighteen months goes by. <laughs> I listened to the podcast that came, <laughs> that happened right after that movie too. Today, <laughs> have you listened to any since, or are you just in a backlog? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm on the show. I don't need to listen to it. Well, it's yeah. Right. Like, do you listen when you're on, or do you just no, drown it all know. out because you haven't seen Age of Ultron yet? <laughs> no, I just that one I saved in my podcast feed. The others I don't bother to listen to because I'm here for them crazy all right i'm gonna go and uh attack bobby on facebook so i'll see you guys later <laughs> have fun <laughs> jose drink some water i did is this on or off it's on <laughs> god damn it <laughs> god so yeah uh real quick before we get into the movie uh kelly did mention it briefly but we have both been watching uh, Common Rider Ghost, filling out our hashtag like Japan shit quota. It's fucking weird. It's so weird. And granted, like I know most TV shows, you know, have the potential to become toy commercials. But just out of curiosity, 
two episodes into Common Rider Ghost, I googled Common Rider Ghost toys, and everything that exists on that show is a toy already. <laughs> like everything. Also, oh, I'm f- I'm an episode farther than you now. I think it just came out, right? Like, recently. yeah, I think the episodes come out on Sunday because okay. it said the the one that I watched this afternoon was uploaded 15 hours ago okay. at, at the time. So they probably like subtitle them by Tuesday morning. So yeah, Common Rider Ghost is about a guy who is killed by a ghost that looks like a Power Ranger villain because of course, and when he dies and goes to the other the other, the, the afterlife. He's told by this old man that he sees there that if he can collect 15 of these luminary icons within 99 days, it'll bring him back to life. So the show was him trying to collect those icons. And each one of the icons gives him special powers and shit that are all based upon a real person in history. Like, the most recent one was, you know, he got Thomas Edison powers, which means he got a gun that shoots <laughs> lightning bolts and shit. But that wasn't until after the little puppet that floats around hanging out with him brought out Captain Ghost, which is a giant black and green pirate ship that opens up and his motorcycle jumps into that and then becomes an iguana that runs buildings with a motorcycle. That I did not understand. <laughs> yes. Yeah, how just, that happens. It's not related to anything. Like, there's no. nothing about this that says that's a guy that will obviously be riding around in an iguana by the end of this episode. <laughs> <laughs> like, it just happens and it's never explained. Yeah, and he just fucking rolls with it. It's bizarre. So what I've learned, and I haven't watched a lot of these Sentai shows or anything like that, but I've watched enough to know that, you know, the goofy shit in Power Rangers is not all added in for the American broadcast. Oh. No, that shit is fucking bizarre. It's toned down for the American broadcast. <laughs> if anything, it is. <laughs> I think you're probably right. Yeah, because that shit is bonkers. But yeah. Find that if you're so inclined, because it's definitely worth a watch. Oh yeah, absolutely. So yeah, anybody got anything else you want to throw out there before we uh, get our Back to the Future on? Uh, only that this is my favorite Back to the Future movie, and has been for you know twenty plus years. That is interesting because they go to the most places, and <clears throat> they go to the future. That's the be- the the future is always the best part of time travel. That is Come true. On. That is true. The f- their future is our present. Like, how... Uh, as as kids in the 80s, when you're told there's a movie called Back to the Future, and then they go to 1955, you're kind of like, that's fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> and there's no plot line where the DeLorean is busted in this one. They The DeLorean is fully functional through the entire movie, and that gets them into more uh, shit. Which I like. That is true. I thought about that. Yeah, but the busted DeLorean is not a device in this. Not like in the third one where he leaves it in a cave for a hundred years. <laughs> awesome. Right, let's uh, let's get this started. If you are watching on, um, regardless of when you're watching, we're going to uh, start right before the Universal Crawl. And if you are watching on Amazon Prime. That is at 17 seconds into the uh, movie. If you're watching on the website. I think if you're watching on an app, it'll just start at the right beginning. But if you're watching on Amazon.com, 17 seconds. That's really good. Well, I'm using the app on the Fire Stick, and I had to forward to 17 seconds. Oh, okay, all right. Well, there you go. There you go. So, yeah, so uh, we're going to do that, and then uh, we'll get ready to start. Are we ready, gentlemen? Ready. 
All right, I'm going to kick it up in three, two, one, go. Fucking universal stars. My favorite universal bit to date is the one for at the beginning of Scott Pilgrim versus the World. Yes. Yeah. The eight bit logo. Fucking rad. All right, Universal logo is over. Steven Spielberg presents. Oh shit! Okay, yeah, no, no this, this is the second Universal logo. Yeah, this is the uh, the original one, the old one. Okay, okay, Stars. okay, okay. Let's do so, this uh, again. <laughs> okay, now we're black. Steven Spielberg presents. There we okay. go. Okay, pause it. Pause it. Okay. Let me let me get back there. I I rewound. Okay. I'm at Steven Spielberg presents as well. So let's let's do okay. the countdown again. All right. Three, two, one, go. Steven Spielberg presents. There we go. Okay. Yeah, so this is uh one of those bits, Kelly. Again, you won't quite you get the whole thing. You'll yeah, it, it picks up immediately after the first one uh lets off. It, a- actually okay. with the last scene from the first one. True. Right, yeah. I believe had, it's even like the same footage because like well, Marty's hair is a little bit different in they, a couple of shots. They had to reshoot it because of Elizabeth Shue. They replaced Jennifer. Oh, that's right. They did. <laughs> I'm like an asshole. Didn't even notice, but she's barely in the first one. Alice is barely in this one, really. Well, yeah, they fucking superimposed her. They give her roofies, and she passes out for most of the movie. Basically, yeah. And then I didn't realize until very recently that apparently Crispin Glover isn't in this one either. No, and the story behind that is is really intriguing. Is that right? I do tell. Uh, well, see, there was a, a you know money dispute between Crispin Glover and the producers, so they're like fuck him, and they got rid of him, and instead they hired this other guy and made him up to look like Crispin Glover. So yeah, Crispin, I thought it was him until Crispin like Glover. Last month sued the producers because they were essentially using his likeness without his permission and he ended up winning and they ended up uh putting a clause in the screen actors guild that that movie producers can't you know replace an actor with someone who looks like him due to uh contract negotiations where was that for that poor fucker from bewitched back in the day yeah no shit yeah the the we glossed over Doc's amazing Bret Hart sunglasses, <laughs> <laughs> and the fact that the he's powering the DeLorean with the Mister Fusion home reactor, and that makes me so goddamn happy. And Donald Trump, and Donald Trump. Here he comes. Flying DeLorean. Lee, do me a favor. Where? What is the time you're at right now? Nineteen eighty-five. Oh, the time. Awesome. Yeah. What what time was it? Three seventeen, you said? Yeah. Okay, but that's Amazon with all the time. logos and shit like gotcha. that. Yeah. What the hell is going on here? I gotta say, man. You know, obviously this was a big minute, big moment for uh, Michael J. Fox. One of the you know, Back to the Future helped launch his career and all that. That's all great. But Tom Wilson, dude, is so good in this movie as multiple Biffs. 
<laughs> and gri and a griff. And a griff. Multiple biffs and a griff. And that is awesome. He uh, he comes back and he does the voice of all the tannins in the uh, Back to the Future game as well, which is pretty cool. Billy Zane. Billy fucking Zane. All over this movie. A thankfully short uh, title sequence. And how Nice hates titles. <laughs> or maybe it's an overly long, fucking boring ass titles like in the Fantastic Four. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, what kind of a good fucking theme this is. So to catch you up, Kelly, the plot of Back to the Future, while we're waiting here, uh, is Marty McFly ends up going back in time with the help of the DeLorean by himself and runs in and tries to find his good buddy Doc Brown in the past to help him get back to the future. Along the way, he accidentally meets his mom the day his dad is supposed to meet his mom. And his mom thinks he's super sexy and hot and shit. And so while she's macking on him the whole damn time, he's trying to write the butterfly effect he caused so that he, is, he does not erase from existence. Oh, okay. Yeah. So he makes his way back home and then immediately he finds like, you know, he... His dad was kind of a wimp growing up in high school. He helps his dad stand up to Biff. So, you know, when he comes back to the future, like, you know, his life is different. Like, his dad's like this famous published author and all this stuff. Biff now works for his dad and all this, all this shit. So, you know, he affected his present by going back and, you know, changing his parents' lives as, as young, youngsters. And so as soon as he gets back, Doc shows up and says, we got to go into the future because there's something wrong with your kids. It's your kids, Marty! Your kids! It's your kids, Marty! <laughs> And that's where we rejoin our hero. And uh, oh, your kids are photographers, Marty. <laughs> My kids are assholes. <laughs> and that whole bit with uh, the DeLorean flying away, all that shit, all that shit is at the tail end of the first movie. So like it ends in this big cliffhanger, like you don't really get. And so much to the point where they sh uh, they did the same thing here, and they shot two and three back to back. Right. Okay, like the Lord of the Rings movies. Yeah. This because was the OG were... Lord of the Rings. If it wasn't for this movie, there would not be Lord of the Rings. No. <laughs> They'd be totally ringless. <laughs> Except for the fact that Lord of the Rings uh, existed before Back to the Future. Eh, details. <laughs> well, maybe, maybe, maybe this is why. Maybe they went Back to the Future and they're like, Tolkien, write this fucking thing here. Yeah, but this is the movie that inspired Peter Jackson to be a filmmaker. <laughs> Goldie Wilson Jr., mayor. And great throwbacks, you know, uh, in here as well. But like, you know, the the square here looks very much like the set that they had for the first one for the downtown Hill Valley, just updated, same way as they did when they went, you know, to the fifties in the first movie. It's the same square, just kind of done up, which is cool. Great Scott, a bunch of shit on you. <laughs> <laughs> I think. After seeing this for the first time, Kelly's going to realize how much of a cultural touchstone this movie is. Just, just Probably. In, in, you know, fan fandom. I, I, I know there's, a, like, references to it all the time. Like, I don't know the exact ones, but, like, I get when people are the referencing it. trash-compacted cubes of laser discs. Look at all those laser discs. I love this too. The bit where he's like, wow, he looks so young now. 
Without this, we wouldn't have Rick and Morty. Exactly. Love the doc. Marty's got a fucking future boner right now. One of the weirdest bits of future fashion in this movie is Doc's transparent tie. <laughs> like, that's a really weird choice. I don't know why that's a thing they decided they had to do. I feel like it's more of a bib. It's definitely a tie, but since it's transparent, maybe it is to, you know, so you don't get food on your shirt. He hits crabs a lot. <laughs> Traveling back in time as much as they do, you get crabs a lot. <laughs> Oh, what a frittata. <laughs> Phone booth! Oh my god. Now, Nike made these fucking things a couple years ago. Yep. Yeah. In this movie, much like the first one, firmly cements the McFly jeans as the most dominant, powerful jeans in the history of all jeans. Because those McFly men look exactly like their fucking descendants. <laughs> oh, I thought you were talking about his pants at first. <laughs> <laughs> thought you were talking about his Levi's. <laughs> Sweet ass Levi's. I was waiting for him to like get shot in the leg and the bullet just bounces off or something. Yeah, we're just going to leave your girlfriend in a future alley. Should be fine. Yeah, that'll be okay. She won't get worst that could happen? diddled or anything. No. Yeah, they saw diddling in 2013. Yeah. You'd be perfectly fine on this pack of laser discs. Do you see Doc just had money just hanging off of his waistband? Why not? <laughs> quick access, man. Them drug deals in the future. You gotta be quick. <laughs> what is he? He doesn't have Apple Pay? Don't touch anything. And Doc, Doc's whole thing is, you know, a person shouldn't know too much about their future, which is totally fine. I get that. But, man, he fucking throws Marty into the deep end, like, real yeah, hard in yeah. this movie. You shouldn't know too much about your future, but here, go change the future while you're yeah. at it. <laughs> go replace your son. Who doesn't bear a resemblance to you fucking is you. <laughs> well, uh, the there genetic. is one difference besides, you know, the length of the sleeve on the jacket. Apparently, uh, Marty McFly Sr. and Marty McFly Jr. have different colored eyes. Oh, no shit. And that sweet-ass hyper-color hat. Which you can get that shit all over the place now. Yeah, you can. You know, we kind of laughed before New York Comic Con that they were... You know, only going to give out the Pepsi Perfect to Marty McFly cosplayers, to 1,500 Marty McFly cosplayers. And we were like, eh, there's not going to be that many Marty McFly cosplayers. There were a lot of Marty McFly cosplayers. <laughs> Christopher Lloyd is so manic in this whole bit here. He's talking about going ahead and back and here and that. Because here's the thing. He's bringing him to change the future, not the past, but like, hey. Change the future, which, which what, this is what, 30 years in the future at this point? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. They should have had a uh, wub-wub version of Mr. Sandman for this scene. <laughs> <laughs> just dubstep. It's like, you'd think he could just, you know, talk to 
future slash present Marty and be like, hey, Marty, your kid's getting into some shit. <laughs> Maybe go give the boy a talking yeah, to. Yeah, keep an eye on him on October 21st, 2015. Yeah. Maybe ground him. Or, you know, take him to Disney World. But instead, he got the absolute most complicated plan in the world <laughs> to save this kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just ground the kid for a couple of days. It'd be no problem. And I wish we had cars like this nowadays. <laughs> They're rad as hell. Teslas. Yeah, this time it's really, really personal. Directed by Max Spielberg. <laughs> Written by Max Landis. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> I bet he's got that script ready. Oh, there's no way he doesn't. Yeah. I texted Nyes a couple weeks, like a week or so ago, when I was watching PWG's Battle of Los Angeles Night 3, and Max Landis was in the front row, just pissing me off. <laughs> See, that's supposed to be an outlandish sum of money for a car, but it's not that bad. Uh, Roger no. Rabbit doll. Roger Rabbit came out uh, the year before Back to the Future 2, also directed by Robert Zemeckis. And oh, look, there's a Zune. <laughs> <laughs> Original bottle of water of no bottle from Perrier. And, and man, fucking... they just fucking jump right into the action in this movie. It's like, here, here's the future. Enjoy. Yeah, they're not fucking around. And, you know, this actually isn't that too far off from some shit we'd have right now. Yeah. Beef, 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 or pork. Yeah, there's a lot about this that kind of rings true. <laughs> Kelly, that's, uh, that's Ronald Reagan. He was a former president of the United <laughs> States. I was wondering who that guy is. <laughs> and that's the Ayatollah. They were locked in something called the Coal Horn. <laughs> there it is. That'll be $21. Yeah. This is our second Biff. Yeah, the, Kelly, if you couldn't tell, this is the same guy who played the guy in the opening scene in the tracksuit that had the Donald Trump hair. Okay. Yeah, he was the bully yes. that was uh, beating up on his old man back in the day that now works for his old man. And so this is him as a crotchety old fucker. Just living it up in the cafe 80s. You know, his heyday. Ordering tilapia and, and sexually harassing the servers, or the, the server monitors. <laughs> Just rubbing Reagan's backside. Sounds like a good time. Yeah. We've all been there. Here comes good old Griff. And they uh, invented a new shooting. It was like a. Um, let me see if I can find it here. I'm on the edge of my seat here. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I'm just looking for the. 
specific. Oh, it it was VistaGlide motion control camera system to where they could do the split screen with the same actor playing different characters, but also have the camera move. So it would basically remember the camera move so they could reproduce it each time and, you know, still do the split screen effect, but not have to do a static shot. It's a really good effect, too. Elijah Wood. Oh, shit, it is. Holy shit, that is him. Here's this fucking Joker. <laughs> Pepsi, Pepsi Perfect. Pepsi Perfect. Yeah. I really don't care for Martin McFly. <laughs> <laughs> like, couldn't they have gone back to the future in like 2001 and maybe... You know, set Martin McFly Jr. straight right, a little yeah. earlier. But no, I, they had to wait until the last possible minute to set this kid straight. Jason Scott why Lee all, is why one are all of these Mad Max bad guys here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Griff is a fucking sociopath. He's a f- maniac. He's an absolute maniac. And I think Martin is, at the very least, developmentally challenged. Like, one of the. He's he's not all the way there. Yeah, if you if you look, for Tata Jones, Martin McFly Jr.'s eyes are brown and Marty McFly's are blue. I think. Son of a bitch! You're totally right. And that's Jason Scott Lee is one of Griff's henchmen who played Bruce Lee in uh, Dragon: The Bruce Lee Story. Oh shit! What else was Jason Scott Lee in? What's he known for? I think he was in that Jungle Book movie. Yes. Yeah. He was Mowgli. That's a pretty sweet movie, actually. I like the fashion sense of that they pull their pockets out, and that's what the kids do in 2015, but I don't understand why they don't also pull their dick out so they get the full elephant effect. <laughs> Ooh, full elephant. there you go. I'm like, wait, where'd you get this confidence from? <laughs> Look, you got the backbone on you. He's a fucking amazing cartoon character in this movie right now. But now this is a weird thing because we watched the trilogy like within you know a couple of weeks of each other, and this whole thing about Marty like not wanting to be called a chicken—they really just added into this one out of nowhere, right? And then it becomes a theme through this one and the third one. Yeah, but no reference to it at all in the first one. But now he, you know, he throws a little, he throws some fisticuffs in the first one. Like you know, he's not a he's not a pushover, but he's also not like I don't know. He's not that guy. Holy shit! He's a Mad Max villain. <laughs> yeah, these are all just like he's fighting Mad Max characters. Im- Imperator Griff. Yeah. Now, Kelly, this whole scene is a nod to a scene from the original. Okay. You know, he he steals a scooter from a kid in 1955 and rips the handle off of it and basically invents skateboarding in 1955. <laughs> now, we have hoverboards now. Have you seen this thing? Like this thing, uh, I think it's Lexus makes it. Right. That, you know, it's an actual honestly got hoverboard. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. <laughs> you know, just as long as you have that magnetic field and you don't feel like going anywhere too far. Yeah, and you know, too quickly. But hey, it's there. We're we're on the way. We got Pepsi Pro, we got hoverboards. 
We're Jaws 19 away from this becoming a documentary. I do appreciate that Griff in 2015 has become progressive and allowed a female into his crew. Yeah, very important. Yeah. Sweet cod piece. With this one sweet ass Gene Simmons boot. <laughs> the hoverboard effects hold up too, man. They're really good. Yeah. Is his hat a cheese grater? <laughs> it's like the the side of a, a meat tenderizer. Yes. <laughs> for his for his sweet ass headbutts. Just headbutting meat. <laughs> oh, he he is all roided up. He's so mad. I think bojo is an insult that we should actually use. <laughs> you bojo. <laughs> But it's also, it's like a, you know, it's a reflecting pond. It's like two feet deep. <laughs> Get your shit together, Marty. Sweet fucking I do like this boots. bit, too. That he would have a jet-powered hoverboard for his whole crew. <laughs> Also, the entire community is just watching him prepare to murder this kid <laughs> on the, the water. There are because cops, like, right he's there. He's not going to make it. This <laughs> 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 is it the same uh, Hill Valley Courthouse. Yeah, it's famous in the first yep, movie. the clock tower. And apparently the the clock tower here in the future has the broken ledge from 1955 still. Oh, nice. Why would it not? We got no masonry in 2015. Fuck yeah, drying mode. Yeah, movies are bullshit. <laughs> Just blows into his pants. He's like, "Oh, I'm into this." <laughs> That'll end well. Uses that pink hoverboard in the old west, and that is the voice of Roger Rabbit. Yes, it is. Oh, now watch this. Ain't that some shit? Yeah, <laughs> this this could come true. It's crazy. Town. It's probably not going to come true. <laughs> it could. Put some money on the cubbies. What did you just say? I said I wish I fucking lemony snickets. And totally bummed that the two tie that turns into a vest look hasn't really become a thing. Yet. Yeah, look, this has a dust jacket. How quaint. <laughs> yeah, I have some dust here if you want it too. Doc straight creeping. Yeah, he is. <laughs> like he's gonna fucking roll up and <laughs> old school fucking Compton somebody. <laughs> <laughs> fucking flying DeLorean. Hey, I remember that when I shit my pants when I saw fire in the sky. <laughs> Two McFlies, what the fuck? <laughs> one jerk off, one alright. 
Yeah, to this credit, he pushed it together real quick. Yeah. Yeah, that kid's he's not, special. He's not quite the cartoon character that Griff is. He's got his shit together. Where'd the dog come from? That's Einstein. He was uh, Doc's first test subject for time travel. Uh, uh, he, uh, Doc had him in a, uh, like... A suspended a dog, animation kennel. Yes, a suspended okay. animation kennel in 2015, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> And Doc's all pissed, like, I gave you the minimal amount of information that it all went wrong, Marty. <laughs> I gave you nothing to go on, and you fucked it up. And I completely <laughs> abandoned you so that I could go pay my suspended animation kennel bill. But you know what? Looks like it's all going to work out anyway. <laughs> now, you know he hit up a fucking brothel. <laughs> oh, yeah. Doc Brown Marty. knows where all the good future brothels are. Future hookers. And we gotta get the future plus. <laughs> I feel like in the in this version of 2015, a brothel is just a hallway with just holes all yep. the way down the wall. <laughs> the hookers in 2015, they've got they don't have a vagina, just two buttholes. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking poop everywhere, man. <laughs> That's not the point, but I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Some people are into that, Marty. <laughs> They're like being shit on. It's fucking weird. The future. Stay out of it. <laughs> yeah, fucking Doc. Super buzzkill right now. He was right, though. He was right. He was not wrong. Oh, shit. Future 5 0. Run. <laughs> She's it, Marty. The fuzz. <laughs> I fucking shot someone and put him in the dumpster. Run! <laughs> Rufy one brought from the past and the fuzz shows up. Sexy future cops. Cops! I thought if I hit a hooker's body from the future in the past, which is the future, they wouldn't find me. But they got future cops. Fucking Van Damme's on my trail. <laughs> Doc Brown is like public enemy number one in the future. <laughs> the trail of hooker bodies behind him in all periods of time. <laughs> He's Jack the Ripper. <laughs> Marty, I bought a house. Now don't tear open the walls in that house. It's full of dead bodies. <laughs> but if you hear the cops after me, burn it down. Burn all the evidence. <laughs> I think the, the sexy lady cops here remind me of the uniforms and demolition man a little bit. Yeah, I love his his two scenarios here. Because the cops are taking her home where she lives. Because Gander fingerprint, like, oh yeah, she lives over wherever the fuck. And so Doc says she's either she could see herself and pass out, or create a paradox that would destroy the universe. Nothing in the middle. Those are the two options. And this. Can't fucking gamble in the past with shit you learn in the goddamn future. That's a good line, though. <laughs> I've been in a time machine to travel through time. Skeezy ass old man Biff. Yeah, but to Don't be fair, to be fair, Doc Brown, you just invented the time machine, and we just learned that it worked this week. Like, who, who gives you the right to make the rules all of a sudden? He's been fucking around for years. Yeah, but he only f made the first trip 
back in time, you know, in the first movie. That you know of. Yeah. Between, between, in those moments, a lot of shit could have happened. He's had time to hide hundreds of bodies. Yeah. (laughs) You think he said that he went back in time and fucked the first cavewoman and he is the creator of all peoples? (laughs) No, he didn't tell you that. You know, it's for a fact that Victorian German prostitutes are the best of all prostitutes. Yeah. They'll do anything, Monty. <laughs> Which is good, because after I was in the future with all that poop, you have to go back for that now. <laughs> Poor Jennifer. She just woke up in a porno and has no idea why. <laughs> I was what? Oh, that reminds that's kind of like the story we had where we dropped somebody off. <laughs> Didn't end well. <laughs> I'll just say that. Oh, man. It, it also had to do with cops finding them. <laughs> As the years go on, that story is less and less funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I got married at the Chapel O'Love. Here's some more of those amazing McFly jeans coming up in a minute. My Monty went back in time and fucked with your DNA. <laughs> Mom. Mom's you? Like, no matter how feminine Michael J. Fox's face looks normally, as a woman... His five o'clock shadow shows up more than any other time. Yeah, it's really <laughs> weird. And here's the guy. Like seriously, up until very recently, I thought that was Crispin Glover. Yep. Nope. But that's that's the reason they uh, they hung him upside down. They hung him upside down and put a bunch of prosthetics on him so that you couldn't tell that it wasn't Crispin Glover. And then they killed him in you know alternate 1985. Spoiler alert, Kelly. <laughs> oh shit I watched a video The Twin Towers right there I watched a oh, video yeah. the other day That was Back to the Future Predicted 9-11 Okay It's kind of interesting I'll have to uh, find it and link it to you guys Okay That's like how if Kermit wasn't around 9-11 would never have happened What? You've never seen that? No, no. So there was a Muppet Christmas special that aired. It was either in late two, yeah, it was in late two thousand one, where it was like the um, "It's a Wonderful Life" thing, where if you know what happens if Kermit wasn't around, and in one shot the twin towers are still standing oh, in the shit. universe without Kermit. That's fucked up. I'm linking it in the chat right now. It is Back to the Future predicts 9-11. It's, I think some of it is tongue-in-cheek, but uh, some of the points are kind of creepy. But one of the main points is when they show the Twin Towers on the uh, TV screen, on the, on the video window, you know, the, the picture scrolls. And if you're George McFly and you're hanging upside down... It looks like the towers are falling. Essentially. Ugh. And then for a split second, it says Illuminati, Illuminati. <laughs> there is an Illuminati, uh, uh, the triangle with the eye uh, in Back to the Future 1. 
Oh God. And uh, don't fucking pick that scab, Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> I always wanted a pizza de- rehydrator. And apparently that's the thing that they're doing too for the anniversary. You can get the rehydrated pizzas. Hey, mom. Nice ass. <laughs> One of the other pieces of uh, evidence about Back to the Future predicting 9-11 is that Robert Zemeckis you know, directed the Back to the Future movies, and he also directed The Walk, which just recently came out, right, which right. is you know Joseph Gordon-Levitt playing the dude who walked between the two towers, and he's wearing essentially the same outfit that Marty wears when he goes back to 1955 in Back to the Future 2. You know, red shirt, leather jacket. That's really weird. It's yeah. it's it's worth a watch. It's a long video. It's twelve minutes long, but uh, it's interesting. It's it is definitely some of that you know nine eleven truther type stuff. Right. right. Does Jesse Ventura videos. narrate it? Who who? Does Jesse Ventura narrate it? No, <laughs> I wish. And now George McFly is hanging upside down. <laughs> when he looks like the towers are actually falling, like Bob DeMegas' feature film. If you go back to the first movie, you can see Illuminati image. <laughs> yeah, they say that when the DeLorean leaves 1955 in the first movie and it leaves the, the fire trails from the tires, it says that it leaves an image of 9-11, like 9-1-1, and I'm like... I don't. I don't see it. <laughs> that that is not there. That's fucking stupid. <laughs> Jet fuel can't melt steel beams, so it must have been when when, when the DeLorean <laughs> took off. Jet fuel can't melt steel beam, but one point twenty one gigawatts sure as shit can. <laughs> they were inside it. Doc Brown caused nine eleven. I just wish this didn't have green peppers on it. Green peppers fucking ruin pizza. So oh, while we were riffing on this, they gave us the bit of a foreshadowing about what fucked up Marty's life was one day, 30 years ago, where he tried to prove he wasn't chicken Yep, and got in a car accident. With a Rolls Royce. With a Rolls Royce. And that's what fucked it all up for him. And ever since then, he's wore two ties. <laughs> <laughs> Just to overcompensate. He's been, he's been cursed to roam the earth wearing two ties Fruit? and have asshole kids. Fruit, please. And you know, they might not be video visors, but you know, they're behaving not terribly unlike modern teenagers at the table. <laughs> Replace stupid visors with phone. No, this is just Google Glass. And that is a really creepy-looking old man, Michael J. Fox. It really is. Now that we know what actual old man Michael J. Fox looks like. Flea. Holy shit, that is Flea. Shit, I don't know that. Also, I have the subtitles on just so I can kind of follow along without the sound coming through. And I want you to know that this is referred to as I've seen both older Marty and oldest Biff so far. So, you know, so the, the kicker here is that, you know, he's basically, he's turned into his old man, essentially. Like, you know, the, the chicken shit loser version of his old man. Until you call him a chicken. Like, nobody called me chicken, Douglas, so you know what? Yeah, we're going to blackmail the shit out of some people. 
Needles. Right. <laughs> I'm never working in an office with a guy named Needles. No. no. Douglas J. Needles? Fuck that. <laughs> You met my associate, uh, Frederick B. Evil. <laughs> so pissed. Fucking fired the man three seconds after he did whatever the hell it was he was doing. Everyone knows Needle's very trustworthy. Mukfly! Jesus Christ! In 2015, every house has six fax machines. <laughs> <laughs> that's, one in the that's 600 percent more than there should be. <laughs> yep. Jennifer, I'm watching your poop. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing weird here. Don't worry. No, I'm not jerking it's, off, dog. It's the, <laughs> it's the future. <laughs> we all watch each other poop. Let me help White. Come on. It's like we're family. All I'm saying is I had to look at a lot of bathroom windows before I found this one, Jennifer. <laughs> I didn't hate it. I started looking nine hours ago. <laughs> seen a lot of double buttholes here. <laughs> what does this fact mean? It's giant letters. You're fired. <laughs> oh, it's just a joke from Flea from the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Just a joke. Here comes the paradox. He said he's got something and he's got to give it to me. I don't know. <laughs> Juggalo John has a great point in the chat. As Marty McFly in 2015, old Marty McFly with a fucked up hand, you know Doc Brown has a time machine. So why are you settling for your life being garbage like that? Why isn't... 2015, Marty McFly tracking down Doc and be like, Doc, I just got fired by fax. My fucking hand hurts. I can't play the guitar. My life is a shambles. My kids are assholes. Help. Me back to that day before the fucking car crash. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, maybe that's what set this whole movie in motion is 2015. Marty got a, got a hold of 2015 Doc. <laughs> fucking shook him around for a while. <laughs> oh, he's absolutely shitting that DeLorean. Dying. <laughs> fucking dying. To try to give his younger self a one-up. Fucking, in, in a way, good on you, old Biff. This, this here, kids, is what we call foreshadowing, as Doc says how much he would love to live in the Old West. <laughs> His favorite time period, otherwise known as the worst fucking time period. <laughs> <laughs> the time period that everyone references when they're trying to talk about how every there's no rules or whatever. You know, it's like the old west. So sure we have all these hallways full of double butthole hookers, but you know what I really want? <laughs> Dysentery Marty. <laughs> now there's only people with one butthole there. <laughs> The mortality rate is just too goddamn low in 2015. 
And so now, as we're back in 1985, everything is a shithole in Hill Valley. And they once again let Jennifer passed out somewhere. <laughs> yeah, with the plan being, when she wakes up, just tell her it was a dream. It's fine. Don't worry, Marty. I watched her shit the pants. No one's going to touch her. <laughs> Marty, me and the dog did whatever we want. She'll never remember any of it. <laughs> Yeah, just smack her around. I put peanut butter all over it, let the dog go crazy on it. It was nuts. <laughs> I took video of it. That's fucking dark. I'm gonna go to the future, put it on Facebook. Yeah, he'll be like something called Detroit while they gone. Now. Not like super cool future Robocop Detroit, but like actual scary future Detroit. Yeah, in and in the alternate bad nineteen eighty five timeline, no one rakes their leaves. That's how you know shit has gone bad. This is a bit that they revisit in the uh the game as well. The notion of Marty not being able to get into the house and shit. Let's get throwbacks in the game. Yeah, it's kinda messed up that the Movie kind of predicts that Michael J. Fox's hands won't work. Oh, Jesus. On our next episode, I'll tell you how Bob Zemeckis gave Michael J. Fox <laughs> Parkinson's disease. Well, obviously, we it's have all a plot right before he predicted 9 11. He's playing with Richard J. Parkinson. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's some forethought, son. <laughs> and they're in nineteen fifty five, but that guy is clearly a seventies Negro. <laughs> now, was that supposed to I, I I didn't really get a good look at him. That's supposed to be Goldie? No, no, just no, okay, supposed to be okay. some, I think so. some, some random uh, ethnic family. The one in Hill Valley, apparently. Well, no, apparently lying the states is is chock full of them now. You know, uh, property values being what they are. Marty, the coloreds moved into town. <laughs> Like, Doc, that's really not cool. I'm sorry, I meant to say Negras. <laughs> no, Doc. <laughs> Whoa, Doc, that's even worse. Forgot what timeline I meant, I'm sorry. <laughs> In 2030, we're all different shades of mocha. <laughs> I love this bit, too, where this... Fucking hard. This is the the principal at Marty's school, who used the word "slacker" to describe Marty about seventeen times in the first movie. <laughs> who is also a cop in Masters of the Universe? Oh shit! That's right. And he's on that. Uh, did you guys see the My Science Project? Um, they, the the they build kind of like a time portal. And like different parts of the school become different eras. I think he plays a cop in that too. Sounds familiar. 
think you played a principal in uh, Problem Child 2 as well. Oh, Problem Child is great. Problem Child 2 is even better. That's the one where he gets a... He gets a uh, it made he blown up his asshole while on the toilet. <laughs> you know, for kids. Hell Valley. The 1985, the alternate 1985 Hill Valley looks a whole lot like the 1988 Cleveland presented in Howard the Duck. <laughs> <laughs> Coming up on our third biff in moments. Otherwise known as, yes, basically Donald Trump. Holy shit, that's what it... Donald Trump got his hands on a sports almanac. That's why it all happened. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Back the future then predicted the true source of Donald Trump's power and wealth. <laughs> God damn. This fucking guy. Although, I do give Biff credit for calling it a pleasure paradise. I don't think I ever want to go to a place called a pleasure paradise. You it really sounds, don't. It sounds sticky. It, so yeah. that, it sounds like some place that Lamar Odom would be found in a coma at. <laughs> Although, if I ever do open a museum to myself, I will absolutely refer to myself as America's greatest living folk <laughs> No matter what. And, and it's, you know, like, this is this is one of the best time travel movies. And as much as, that, like, it doesn't really fuck around too much with, like, you know, irreconcilable paradoxes. Like, what it does, it does well. It, it, it checks all the boxes and makes sense. And as much as a goofy time travel movie makes sense. You know, Old Bib's plan is a pretty solid plan. And you know what? It's only an evil plan because it, it's Evil Biff's plan. When it was Marty McFly's plan, it sounded fucking cool. Yeah, it is basically the same thing. Yeah. Except for the part where he, you know, forces Marty's mom into forced sex slavery. Well, I mean... That's the future, man. Billy Zane and a cowboy hat, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> the easy way. This part is the part I remember most from the trailer. Like, even as, a, as an eight-year-old, I'm like, oh, I get this joke. <laughs> Mom, Mom, you're so big. My mom always asked me in Spaceballs that uh, the joke, I bet she gives great helmet. <laughs> I was like, do you understand that? <laughs> what? This is a bit that they did in all three fucking movies. Uh, Howard the Duck, Cleveland, and we got Leah Thompson. Oh, man. Very true. Fucking Jesse Ventura is losing his mind right now. <laughs> 
I just need to sit down for about 25 minutes to get my breath back, everybody. <laughs> They're basically the same movie. Just replace <laughs> Michael J. Fox with a duck. You got the same thing. What would you say if I told you that duck tits predicted 9-11? <laughs> two towers, two tits. Oh it's my, all there. Oh, my God. Last night, me and Mary, off topic, but me and Mary went on a on a rant we were transitioning between uh we were having a conversation between michael shannon owen wilson um the <laughs> stone cold steve austin and eventually it turned into winnie the pooh and they were they were kelly's impersonations of owen wilson and michael shannon Good. oh oh i've got these lobster claws and i can't get out of this bathroom oh is that right michael shannon i'll help you out there <laughs> what? If Michael Shannon's got lobster claws, give me a hell yeah! <laughs> the other day at work, I was doing my Michael Shannon impression at one of my coworkers, and it didn't dawn on me until about ten minutes into this that he thought I was doing a Michael Sarah impression. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, his brother, old Biff is like, so yeah, you like boob jobs and booze, right? Stick around. I'll dig your tits out with a spoon. A Not long, just for a moment. Uh, Leah Thompson was uh, had like a very brief cameo on The Muppets a couple weeks ago. Yes, that was a good bit. I'm going to just say it. Leah Thompson can still get it. Yeah, she's still looking good. When was she on there? Uh, like... In the episode where Kermit talks about how like, Leah Thompson's on his freebie list, at the very tail end of the episode, he opens up the elevator, and there she is. And then Gonzo totally cock-blocks him. Was that the second episode? I think so, I yeah. Think so, yeah. Okay, that's the one that I forgot to DVR and haven't gone back and found. I'll be back up here in an hour, so you better not be. Yeah, that's exactly what I said, too. I Leah Thompson would still get it. <laughs> and she goes in, yeah, 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 totally. <laughs> and, and nine... Uh, Alternate Universe 1985 Biff is proof positive that absolute power corrupts absolutely. Because he funny. is a bigger asshole than any other timeline Biff. And, he, and it's, it's that timeline Biff that got everything he wanted. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, you know, maybe if he wasn't, you know, a fucking monster. It makes you wonder, do you think that, like, old Biff would, like, did, did old Biff know that this is what his younger self would have done? Like, like, did old Biff know he was this big of a monster, I wonder? And if not, is that what killed him? Like, oh, honey, your father, your father died in a contract dispute in 1985. <laughs> you get to kill him. <laughs> We're gonna dress up a man that looked like him and murder him <laughs> and hang him upside down. <laughs> Your father had a very elaborate doppelganger setup. <laughs> he was murdered by studio red tape. And so that's you know we're fuck what we're a solid almost an hour into the movie. And, you know, only now are we really getting to the point to where, like, hey, this is going to be Marty's motivation. The point of the movie is Marty's going to try to save his dad. 
Like, that's how much this movie moves and does shit. Like, it's an hour in before you really get the hero's journey. <laughs> well, I, and I think George being dead is just the, the cherry on top of the shit cake of this alternate universe that he's he's got to change. And, and he's ultimately responsible for. True. See, Marty, I told you. You play with that fucking book. You're going to fuck shit up. And you fucked it up. I've successfully killed 29,000 hookers scattered throughout time without fucking up one thing. You buy a goddamn book and the shit goes to shit. Einstein won't even get a goddamn boner in. Where are the two buttholes going to come from now, Marty? The human race will never evolve into two buttholes. <laughs> I am very disappointed in you, Marty. <laughs> Do love the like doctor instinctively knew to find him at the grave of his dead father. I know you'd show up there eventually, you little puss. <laughs> I couldn't find you, so I went to the future and I googled you and I found that your dad died, so I came back to the future to find your father's grave. <laughs> It's 1985. There's no Google. My whole thing. <laughs> also, I kind of put a tracking device in your butthole while you were sleeping. In the course of all that, I killed ten more hookers. <laughs> See this? Just a straight fucking dagger to the throat. <laughs> okay, this is definitely like you know the movie. That as a young child, I was like, oh, so this is how string theory works. Yep. See this? It's a receipt for a brothel where I fucking killed everyone in there! <laughs> up their butts! I'm interested as to why Lee thinks that 2015 Biff died once he got out of the DeLorean. I think well, he, was he was just, all like clutching his chest and yeah, shit. I think just, he died. I think he was just tired from time he, travel. I, I don't he think he necessarily like he was died. died. I feel like he died. Yeah, that, that man's dead on that the never, street. That never occurred to me that he died. I thought he was just fucking just exhausted from the trip. I think no, maybe it was the strip. I, I always like got that, that he died. Oh, you're done. Well, that makes sense that it's like his last wish was to, you know, give young Biff the almanac. But also, Biff is such an asshole that, like, the worst, his life being so shitty is just that he, like, you know, has to work for a guy he was kind of an asshole to in high school. Like, the guy that stopped him from raping that girl is his boss, and that's the worst <laughs> thing that can happen to his life. Yeah, fuck Biff. Remember when Kerouac said that Back to the Future would have been better with tits? Sure do. <laughs> <laughs> I, believe, I, I, believe was, about that. I think it was a tit a single tit one titty is all that scene would have needed to just be better I love that fucking weirdo <laughs> yeah they're still talking a lot about this thing that's not a totally hard concept to grasp It's like in this week's uh, episode, or I guess now last week's episode of The Flash, they spend a lot of time trying to explain to uh, uh, the cop about, like, you know, how parallel dimensions work and Earth 2 and all that shit, because they really were banking on a segment of the audience 
just not getting it. Yeah, he was really confused by that. Yeah. And, you know, to the point where even, you know, Victor Garber fucking draws a diagram on a dry erase board. And he's like, nope, still don't get it. I do like the part where he's like, okay, when you guys figure out a way to explain it to me, call me. And he just, like, walks out. <laughs> like, you're a detective. <laughs> Foreshadowing. Well, I guess it is. Holy shit. Bulletproof vest. Genius move. <laughs> Great friggin' flick. <laughs> All this is missing is the guy that comes in, shoots everyone in the legs, and drops a grenade. <laughs> Marty comes in. Bitches leave. Bitches leave. Bitches leave. That's how you boss. Starts pissing on him. Marty, let's go back a couple minutes. I saw this movie. It'll be a great thing to do. <laughs> is that not yet? But trust me, it's gonna be great. Bitches leave. I heard some dead hookers in the background of some scenes. <laughs> Set dressing, call that Set dressing. <laughs> now he's in fucking Scarface's house. That's yep. that is almost a replica of Scarface's office. The TV's in the background. The black, the picture, the, the white was... fucking desk. It's just missing a big pound of coke. The, the <laughs> throne. Yeah, I think you're probably right because this has a couple of years on Scarface. Takes place before Scarface. Movie came out after Scarface. So maybe Tony Montana was like, "See this fucking Biff guy? See the way he decorates? <laughs> what that? <laughs> and give me that fucking almanac too. <laughs> I don't care if it's not real. First you get the money, then you get the yayo, then you get the almanac, <laughs> then you get the sparkly painted walls. You see that? Fucking grade A glitter, man. It's not Nobody an exact replica. Even like, like his parents spent a lot of time with him when he was Calvin Klein in 1956. And at no point they're like, man, Marty, you look a lot like this kid I knew in high school for a crazy weekend. <laughs> Neither does Biff go, you look like that kid that dropped shit in my car when I was in high school. These are you know, I ate manure, <laughs> tasted it for weeks. You look a lot like that guy. <laughs> References totally lost on Kelly. But you know, I'm very confused. You know me, I'm Biff. Yeah, Biff never can remember a face tannin. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, Kelly, in the first one, you know, Marty McFly goes back in time to 1955, and he's interacting with his parents, and he's interacting with Biff, and but they know him as Calvin Klein because they find him with. You know his Calvin Klein underwear on, so they call him Calvin Klein. But okay. they they spend an entire week with this kid and they interact with him. Yet in the future, they don't realize that this kid looks exactly like this Calvin Klein guy that they knew from back <laughs> in the day. Nor did they make the connection that Calvin Klein's a thing. I used to know a guy named right. Calvin Klein. Right, uh, and you know <laughs> Calvin Klein, you know, ended up making underwear. That's weird. <laughs> 
Does Biff have a copy of Auto Trader on his desk? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Biff Tannen, big Joe Durr fan. <laughs> Oh shit! Billy's name with the cowboy hat, guys. <laughs> I love this bit. He's like, "Okay, sweet. Now I'll just sweet. I'll go. I'll go up the up st staircase. I it's win, a guys. Good bit." <laughs> Marty just needs expert murderer Doc to help him. <laughs> Uh-oh, forget about crazy older Biff. Which, again, the subtitles refer to this guy as older Biff. <laughs> as opposed to oldest Biff, who is now dead. If I would not have fucking rose-colored glasses and want you to believe. <laughs> I thought he was just taking a nap. <laughs> You're like, we're old people get really tonight. sleepy. <laughs> yeah, we're seeing the truth tonight. You know, Biff died. This movie caused 9-11. <laughs> Doc killed thousands of hookers no. all across time. Thousands <laughs> now. It didn't Doc cause 9-11, it predicted 9-11. <laughs> That's what they want you to think. <laughs> they had a time machine. They used a very inexperienced pilots and irresponsible movie making where they could have saved thousands of lives. <laughs> I wish so all... The plot. I wish Jesse Ventura directed all of his conspiracy theories as if he's still talking to Gorilla Monsoon. <laughs> I think he does. <laughs> There's and don't get me there. started on that Doctor Who. <laughs> <laughs> Doctor Who gives a shit is more like it. <laughs> no way Biff was wearing boxes underneath that robe. No fucking no way. Was you don't wear a robe like that to also wear boxers. Straight yeah. hanging dong. He just dong. got out of the hot tub yeah. with two big titty bitches. <laughs> yeah, he was hanging dong that entire time. He had fucking Viagra dick going. He was ready. No matter how cool the flying DeLorean is, I think Back to the Future 2 is what made me realize that flying cars could never work out. Especially in the future scene where, you know, there's the future sky highway. No, no, no. That shit ain't ever working out. Yeah, same thing happened in the Jetsons movie. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the 304 is jammed. Like, just fly around it, you assholes. <laughs> Doc, what about my fraternity kids? We gotta change that. <laughs> yeah. What about please, 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 please. It looks just like me. Instantaneously transforming around Jennifer and Ivy. Jennifer and Ivy will be fine. They will have absolutely no memory of this. I feel like if I ever actually bothered to sit down and ask Zoe, she would have no fucking clue what this movie's about. Because there's a lot of movement in here. <laughs> And now we're back to the first movie. Yeah, they they hit a lot of points in the first movie, like a lot of them. To the point where, again, as an adult, I'm watching them like, they're just reusing shit. <laughs> yeah, but give them credit. They're Claire, time to go bury the bodies. <laughs> <laughs> they're, re they're reusing shit in this movie, but then they made an entire Old West town in the third one. That's true, that's true. Once whole business gone, grab the almanac any way that you can. 
<laughs> In the future, Doc invented Red Bull. <laughs> <laughs> oh, did we tell you guys that on our flight back from New York, we're going through security and Jose gets stopped and they're checking his bag and I'm just assuming it's, you know, regular old checking our camera bags and they pull out five Red Bulls from his camera bag that he stashed in there from the convention and they ask him, he's like, well, you can either take these out or you can, uh, you can drink them right now. <laughs> Jesus Christ. We can go back out there and drink them, or we can throw them away. And I was like, I don't think I'm going to fucking chug five Red Bulls before up <coughs> oh, his hooker stash. I yep. do love this bit. I love this bit a lot, actually. That's the thing. That that right there proves he's done more than the one-time jump. Yeah. Right. You don't have a fucking cash, a, a stockpile of cash. Yeah, he's not going. He didn't go to 1864 just for some 20s. No, 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 no. Juggalo John in the chat suggests that maybe Marty's kids are dumb because he was hanging out in a radioactive time machine. <laughs> <laughs> that is a fair point. That's Makes brilliant. Sense. This is what, Biff number four that Tom Wilson's playing? Well, third Biff. No, it's the fourth Biff. There yeah, was but the... he, he, Griff is not a Biff. No, there's eight. There's 85 Biff with a tracksuit. Okay. Alter 85 Biff. Old man Biff. And now he's young Biff. Yeah, true. You're right. Ha ha, go get your ball, you little fucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know what? There's no way old man Biff looked at this guy and said he wasn't going to be a monster. <laughs> <laughs> no fucking way. That old fucker knew what he was doing. He says, one day you want to be sitting in a fucking hot tub on a hotel that you own with two big titty blonde bitches and then getting ready to shoot him and fly. Here's how you do it. Because right now, Kelly, another Marty McFly is running around. Okay. This, this is at the same time as the first movie. So he's already back there. So he has to not only try to... You know, stop future Biff from fucking, you know, giving old Biff the almanac, but has to also not run into his alternate past self. And that's okay. that's, that's Roger, Roger Rabbit, Rabbit again. again. Yep. Oh, shit. Look at that. Yeah, there's a lot of movement in this movie, and it all really, really works. Manure. I remember that. <laughs> yeah. Of course you remember that. That makes that was fucking hilarious. <laughs> That Calvin Klein looks just like that retarded McFly kid. Don't know what the shit in my car. <laughs> oh, right on the dick. Fucking squid. That's why his kids come out retarded. <laughs> Butterfly effect right there. He's like, oh, I'm so going to try to do you in your car without your permission. Okay, I'm going to fully force myself on you in about six hours. Because, yeah, man, Biff's a fucking creep. <laughs> He's the Jesus, one. Biff. Yeah, it's like, oh, I'm just hey. playing. Just wanted to hear if this story was true about chicks with two bottles. Don't worry. <laughs> I feel like when, at the dance, when Biff is trying to assault Lorraine, that he never really got anywhere because he was just trying to find his way through the, whatever it's called, the dust ruffle. Of her dress. That's called a crinoline. A crinoline, yeah. So he, he never really found his way in between her legs. He was just kind of rummaging around the entire time. You're going with me, understand? He says, where the fuck is it? I want to hold you like a bowling ball. 
<laughs> oh god damn son. Oh, uh, shin kick, just like the Ultimate Warrior. Uh, I'm gonna throw you right in the gutter. Gutter ball, you! That's what I'll call you! Fucking gutter ball! Really creepy. That's what you angrily yell at someone down the yep. street. That's the thing, man. Like, if, like, okay, seriously. If you had the option that you see a guy yelling, like, oh my god, one day, he's gonna be, I'm gonna fuck the hell out of you, woman, or. One day you'll be my wife! Which one is scarier? Well, you know... The cops were too busy spraying black people with a fire hose on the other side of town to sure. you know, <laughs> witness any of that. Oh, uh, that's just young love right there. Oh, you crazy kids. <laughs> you and your... What a, your what a proper courtship ritual. I remember when I bowling balled my wife. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think I think that's a new intro bit. <laughs> like seriously, Martin could just bean them both and fuck off. Seriously, mm -hmm. but they got oh, those old school. Yes, grab both heads and knock them in the middle. <laughs> they got thick tannin skulls though. That's true. Also, there is at this point an Aaron DeLorean hanging out somewhere, so I guess they couldn't do that. Well, why isn't he traveling like Dexter and just needles to the back of the head? Double needles. <laughs> pop, pop. You can either call it the Dexter or you can call it the Doc Brown. <laughs> Marty, slit their throats, open up the wall, stuff them in there. Yeah, because you know he's got that same little uh, briefcase full of drugs and, like, roofies and shit. Elephant tranquilizer, Marty. Elephant tranquilizer. <laughs> Works like a fucking charm. Keeps them off for weeks. Then when they wake up, you pretend like you saved them. They never call the cops. What, it's amazing, Marty. What are the dates on this almanac? 1950 through 2000? And that thing's basically a pamphlet? This must have been before college basketball was a thing. <laughs> The fridge about toppled off my table here, trying to fix this shit. Hang on. All you gotta do <laughs> is go back in time and tell Wesley Snipes to pay his taxes. <laughs> Fifty There'll years. There'll be a time where Marvel's ready to do Blade, and he'll be in fucking jail for not paying his taxes. Seriously, <laughs> fifty years worth of sports, and it's no bigger than a Wizard magazine. <laughs> I never thought about that. That is a lot of sport for that magazine. Yeah. I think four point font. It's written in future font. <laughs> it's a <just laughs> binder full of microfiche. And this is the part where the movie goes wrong because Biff left the car running and McFly dies <laughs> of fume, <laughs> fume exhaust. <laughs> Marty, come in! Marty! Oh, oh Marty, you couldn't take the weight of all the things I've told you. <laughs> <laughs> the worst part is you end up surviving. And then you have Furtada kids. <laughs> they said you'd smoke, you huff too much fumes and somebody hit you in the balls with cans of paint. 
<laughs> no, it was oil. It was oil. Uh, oil. Oil can. It was a devastating afternoon, Marty. <laughs> they also said something about radiation. I had nothing to do with that one. <laughs> well, yeah, at this time... Lot like Rick Sanchez. <laughs> at, at this time, it's, it's Mr. Fusion. They're not actually using plutonium anymore. That's true. Yeah, Kelly, in the first one, they have to power the DeLorean using plutonium, which Doc Brown steals from a bunch of fucking terrorists. Oh. What uh, nationality were they? Libyan. Libyan, Libyan terrorists. Yeah. Libyan terrorists riding around in a VW bug. <laughs> that wasn't a bug. It was big-ass buses. Oh, yeah, yeah. Buses. A VW bus, yes. That's what I meant. There's a bunch of labias after me, Marty. <laughs> <laughs> cha-ching, cha-ching. Off to go kill Buff's grandmother. <laughs> <laughs> Again, it's the sixth time I've killed Buff's grandmother. I like to watch her die in her eyes. <laughs> Some things just never get old, no matter how many I times you see it. I wish they would have had Biff's grandmother be on screen and it be, you know, the same actor. <laughs> I mean, Tom Wilson as yeah, Biff's grandmother. Tom Wilson as Biff's grandmother. <laughs> And this is the... Isn't that the same tunnel from Roger Rabbit? Yeah. Smile, Donya, smile. Marty, don't go into Toontown, Marty. <laughs> <laughs> Who's a crazy me who's running all the bad tunes? Stay away from him. <laughs> oh, my God. Holy shit, wow. yeah. <laughs> He's got eyes. He's got dagger for eyes, Marty. Beware. <laughs> and he He's talks. He's the steamrollers. Just- He'll get flat and go fucking nuts on you. He's got pogo stick shoes, Marty. Damn, I love Roger Rabbit. He's the ultimate version of myself, and I can't bring myself to kill him. (laughs) And he talks just like this. I become a Time Lord, Marty, and when I do, I become Judge Doom. (laughs) But my thirst for hookers, it's worse, Marty. The blood. Oh, God, the blood. And that's how who framed Roger Rabbit predicted 9-11. <laughs> the cartoon bras just don't taste the same. I need real flesh, Marty. Don't go back in there. They feed me people. I tried Betty Boop with a can of dip three, three times last week. <laughs> All right, Kelly. In the background, we got 1955 Doc Brown, who is setting up the uh, how how they're going to get 1985 Marty McFly back to 1985. They use a lightning strike to produce the 1.21 gigawatts right. that DeLorean needs to get back to the future. <clears throat> but, but 2015 Doc Brown is trying really hard to not let 1956 Doc Brown see him. Well, that's that's 1985 Doc Brown. Marty, don't have an iPhone oh, tower. Doc Brown. with yourself. We, we never see 2015 Doc Brown. Or is that 2015 Doc Brown? I feel like it is. Well, yeah, but no, isn't it always 85 Doc Brown, though? He's the one doing all the traveling and coming back. Right. The only difference between the years is how much blood is in my hands. (laughs) Or I think it might be 2015 Doc Brown. That's why they made a point to show him, like, peeling off the thing of his face. He'd be like, yeah, I look the same, but I'm actually 30 years older. See, I never got that. Yeah, I think it's 2015, Doc Brown. Uh, it's an interesting point. 
Marty, it's crazy. It's like Highlander. I fucking took the head of my 1985 <laughs> self and I grew more stronger. Holy I, shit, that's why we never see him. Yeah. <laughs> I fucking ate him, Marty. Oh, God, I ate him. Winger and all. His plans were nowhere near convoluted and confusing, Marty. The psychopath wanted to go the direct route. Can you believe it? <laughs> Yeah, so yeah, so now, right about now is when the other Marty is outside in the parking lot with his mom as his mom is trying to get him to bang her. Marty, remember that time you got a boner on your mom? Oh, it was hilarious. I was in the bushes <laughs> with my telescope watching, beating off. Nothing weird. Don't worry about it. <laughs> the only thing that makes me think that it can't be 2015 Doc Brown is because... From 1985 to 2015, Biff has aged incredibly. But yeah, he didn't get the fucking peel thing. Yeah, but he's still... Doc Brown is still going to be 30 years older, and he's already fucking old in 1985. Well, that's why I tell you. He's like, you know, this added 30 years to my life, and they also replaced my spleen and my colon. If it was 85 Doc Brown, why would they need to replace his spleen and colon? Mm, makes sense. Because I drank so much blood, Marty. <laughs> I started fucking exploded in my body. I the human body isn't designed to digest that much blood, Marty. <laughs> I can't grind up bones like I used to. I'm an abomination, Marty. I got that second butt implant. One gets rid of the blood, <laughs> one gets rid of the bones. God, there's a fucking horror show in there somewhere. <laughs> the scanner make jerky. We oh, might have okay. made the world's greatest horror movie during this commentary. <laughs> you know, no bullshit. Where is, like, the time travel horror movie? I don't know. I think we got it. Yeah, I think we got it. And it's going to be. I think we got graphic. it. Copyright fucking Lee Kelly Nyes and Jose. <laughs> I can't wait to hear the reviews where it's like, I, I liked it, but why did he have two buttholes? Yeah. <laughs> I really like the fact that there was one tit in it, though. That was nice. <laughs> it, was, it was a nice artistic touch. That's one of the DVD quotes that we get Kerouac to say. One titty, five stars. <laughs> one titty, five stars. <laughs> would, would recommend. And what have we here? statistics, interesting subjects. Strickland looks exactly the same, which is kind of weird. You've got a real attitude problem. You know that, Tannen? Just watch it. Because one day I'll have you right where I want you in detention. Yeah, for some reason this guy, like, steals his book for no real reason. Yeah, the reason is because it's got it's got a Playboy in it. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Spoiler alert. I like that no one has, like, pointed out this weird dude wearing a hat and a leather jacket just, like, haunting the area. <laughs> <laughs> like, looking at people through through binoculars on the dance floor and just kind of rubbing up against stuff. Looking just like Calvin Klein. <laughs> Shit. 
Strickland opens it up and goes, there's no titties in this Playboy. It must be from 2015. Zero stars. <laughs> Marty, you here to watch this guy jerk off too? <laughs> <laughs> it's like clockwork, Marty. Every Thursday at 9.45. Wait till you hear the weird strange noise he makes when he comes. It's fucking intriguing. <laughs> Oh my god. I can't piece together what bird it sounds like, but I know it sounds like oh. So I'm gonna keep listening until I figure it out. So I come back every Thursday. Watch him jerk off, I listen to the sound. I try to match it up with a different bird each week. Still having dinner. Oh, the bird makes it so much better. Shut up, Mixler. <laughs> That's weird, because that sounds just like how he sounds when he comes. <laughs> what bird is it? Oh Some my kind God. of hummingbird, huh? <laughs> also really elaborate here, too, because, like, you know, I feel like if you just give him a minute, he'll leave. Like, even under the best of circumstances, stealing something off of someone's desk while they're in the room is fucking hard. Oh, uh, and this this hurts right here. Yeah, this is not oh! That's the worst pain ever. Yeah, it's pretty. It's it's fucking awful. Okay, what I'm seeing here on the Futurepedia, the Back to the Future Wikia, okay, is okay, Doctor uh, Doc Brown is around seventy to seventy-five years old in 1985, uh, and then when he drops Marty off in 1985, then he goes to the future. 2015 and then he comes back to tell marty you know what's what's wrong the rejuvenation clinic it's it's something that exists in 2015 and doc brown's like okay i'll fucking go to the rejuvenation clinic take 30 years off my life you know replace some things then i'll live longer and what he ends up doing is he puts on makeup to make him look 70 to 75 years old so that Marty will still recognize him and that's when he takes the the makeup off I like the idea that it's 2015 doc but I'm just not seeing that evidence here hmm so how, what the hell happens to doc then doc's gotta be fucking dead man if he's 75 years old in 1985 He's got to be over a hundred in 2015. He's going but across time, stealing life. If, if 1985 Doc goes to 2015, and there is no 1986 Doc. Correct. So Doc Brown stopped existing as a as a being because well, he is a goddamn time lord. Well, I, how how does that work? He still, even though he goes forward in time 30 years. If just as long as he goes back to 1985, 1986 Doc will still exist. But he has to go back to 1985 right, and yeah. kill like he's, he's Go back Doc. and resume his life in 1985, which he never does. Which means he has to kill his old self. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, I mean, because his old self is like, well, this is my life too. Cocksucker. If you see, if you see from Back to the Future Three, there is no 1986 Doc. No, not at all. He does never continue his life in the present. Because he doesn't ever come back. So technically we're both right. It is 2015 Doc, but there is no 2013 Doc. 
That's a good movie, you guys. Yeah, so 85 <laughs> Doc went to that just keeps popping through time and keeps living his life with Marty. You know, he'll pop back in and Marty knows he, he exists and he does his shit. So they're still friends. And he keeps tags tabs on Marty. But then when he sees he can he can fix himself and gain thirty years back, now the seventy year old nineteen eighty five Doc Brown is now the fifty forty something year old. Because he got the, the life rejuvenation. And he can just keep doing that in a never ending cycle. So Doc Holy Brown shit. will never die. Holy shit, you're right. He's fucking immortal. <laughs> Doc Brown will live as long as he can figure <laughs> out fuel for his car. He fucking flies that train to 2009 every once in a while. <laughs> just to put a little fuel in the tank. It's your cousin Marvin! Marvin Barry! <laughs> He's like, oh god, I got a fucking boner again. Jesus. <laughs> And uh, was it Billy Zane in the first one too, or no? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Continuity, baby. How did he change his clothes so fast? What kind of asshole wears three D glasses? <laughs> well, if you notice, the future version of the three D glasses guy wears glasses that have two different colored tinted lenses. Yeah, because he's a real piece of shit. Me! Get out of there! <laughs> <laughs> Doc! Get off the fucking elevator, Marty! <laughs> Doc, you're such a sass, sass mouth. <laughs> then get the fuck out of there, Marty! Just leave! <laughs> Who gives a fuck what's going on? There's bubbles, goddammit! They won't see you! <laughs> and that's. Sure, that's Crispin Glover, absolutely. Yeah. I think he stole your wallet, buddy. That fucked me up. Like, I, that's really... That's fucking me up a little bit. <laughs> I'm retroactively really offended for Crispin Glover. <laughs> yeah, I love how Marty's voice jumps like six octaves to play Johnny B. Yeah, Good. that's clearly not his voice. No. <laughs> I wish they would have given him Huey Lewis's voice. Right? <laughs> this is a good bit, though. This whole thing here is a good bit. It is it is needlessly complicated. Yes. <laughs> but it really works. <laughs> like, they could have trimmed the solid 10 minutes off this movie by just not doing this shit right here. <laughs> but they're like, fuck it. Leave it in. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we want to do the we want to do the cousin Marvin bit again. Let's go ahead. And, we got to put this whole sequence in here just so we can cousin Marvin this shit up. Yeah, it's right around here when, when I was watching it recently when he's like you know climbing across the top, but I realized just how long this sequence is. <laughs> And it's wholly unnecessary. Well, but if he doesn't do this, he's he's gonna they're gonna beat up Marty McFly on stage, and then he's not gonna get back to 1985, and just everything's fucked. Oh yeah, yeah, no, he has to do it now. But like you know, 
If they just didn't go in the gym, none of the shit would happen. <laughs> he has to do it. But as a plot point, boy, it's just really kind of added on there. Yes. Murder. Yeah, those guys are dead. I'm teaching you well, Marty. <laughs> I mean, they weren't hookers, but at least you got you got some murders under your belt. Your first kill looks like an accident. Always make your first kill look like an accident, Marty. <laughs> they got buttholes. That's all that matters. In fucking Dark Round is every serial killer never found. <laughs> Doc Brown is the Zodiac killer. <laughs> <laughs> Do you ever wish that Marty McFly is also Teen Wolf? And then at some point during all the time traveling, he turns into Teen Wolf? <laughs> and then becomes a doctor in a small town. Oh, fucking Doc Hollywood, man. Love it. I'm going to go bone this guy now. Jesus. Okay. It's a, a Christmas glove with the fuck out of that guy. <laughs> you and me. Right now. No thanks. No thanks, like, Biff. Like, I'm not the sociopath my grandson's going to be. Where are you going? <laughs> but I'm a, I can just lay on myself in a fight. That's right. I called you a two butthole having chicken. And who call what? Who calls another grown man a chicken? Someone who's not a chicken. <laughs> well, I mean, cocksucker wasn't part of the lexicon in 1955. <laughs> but it would be. It would have been 1985. This guy's calling me a chicken. I, I, I think that's old timey for cocksucker. <laughs> I feel like of blood for a week now, Monty. That's no good. Yeah, I feel like Biff probably would have wailed on him a few more times just then instead of yeah. running off. Yeah. Bite the fucking curb, Marty. Oh, <laughs> oh god. Yeah. Marty, I can't help but feel partially responsible since I invented the curb stomp in 1936. <laughs> <laughs> I looked a little different. I had a tattoo that I recently got removed, but... Get in! Fuck it! We'll just go kill Biff! <laughs> he's a shithead anyway! He's the timeline, but he's just flying his car around the town now. <laughs> No time for incognito, Marty. You done <laughs> fucked up too bad. <laughs> Shoot him in the back of the head. And we'll just kill any witnesses. <laughs> just like I did JFK. I meant... I meant Biff. Yeah, Biff. That's what I meant. Oh, fuck it. I killed JFK. <laughs> you guys. <laughs> I'm thinking that this uh, episode 316 might actually work out. <laughs> I was like, I don't think we can really maintain a whole episode where we all talk in a stupid voice. <laughs> stupid voice is my forte, Marty. <laughs> Good dry run. Uh, 
Now you distract him, and I'll drop down and mow his head off with the fucking tire. <laughs> Decapitation, Marty. What yes, are my the, the, Don't forget to grab no my trophy. one else on this road either. It's a long stretch. Well, just down the road, just Keanu Reeves street racing a guy, and one of them goes off the cliff, and Paul <laughs> Abdul is very sad about it. Good pull. That's a good pull. Hush. Hush. <laughs> hurry, hurry. Yeah, this, too, is a really, uh, it's an elaborate way to go, because, like, they're under no time deadline. And the first one, they had to be back for the lightning strike. Like, the Flying DeLorean can can jump time whenever the fuck they want to. So they can just wait until Biff gets home, Wesley falls asleep, and take the book. Shit, they could fucking hang out for 15 years if they wanted to. No shit. <laughs> yeah. Marty, one of my favorite pastimes is I hang out. I see how many chicks I can bang before they notice that I've done it to them three times, and then I'm out. And I'll kill any of the ones that have an E in their name. <laughs> Marty, don't open up the glove compartment. It's full of ears. <laughs> they can still hear what you're saying, Marty. We're going to fucking tunes! <laughs> and Biff was completely cool with murdering him there, too. Oh, oh well, yeah, yeah. Like, that'll teach him. He's a fucking monster. Yeah, he's, a, he's an absolute goddamn monster. <laughs> Shoot him, Marty! Shoot him! I gave old Biff the benefit of the doubt for about 20 minutes, but yeah, no, he was a monster. <laughs> I'll fucking kill you, kid. Uh oh. Oh shit, it's a tunnel. I do love how this movie's 26 years old, and only in the past two years have companies been like, oh shit, we need to make a hoverboard. <laughs> we only have so much time left. <laughs> President has been set. That was really the only time where the effects are kind of sketchy. Yeah, it's not great there. Yeah. But outside of that, it looks really great so far. Yeah, one, there's one of the DeLorean shots in 2015 isn't great, but for the most part, it's really good. <laughs> <laughs> He's... Trucking your ass off. And here we go. Just because we can, another truck full of shit. <laughs> oh, womp womp. So now when they go back to the future, the, that nineteen eighty six Biff should be committed in a mental institution because no one think no one believes he's a ton of truth. <laughs> and he has some weird like fecophilia. Yeah, he just loves poop. 
loves it. And he's just got sketchbooks full of like sketches of like uh, the shittily drawn pictures of the DeLorean. Oh man, I just Over got boards. I just got Comic-Con bummed out. Stable to his walls. This movie's almost over. I'm <laughs> bummed. Everything's fine. I just forgot I had a fucking dead hooker in my trunk. <laughs> There's no trunk in a DeLorean. The weight's gonna set us off. I can't go back. I can't travel with too much weight. <laughs> Not this trunk. Like a trunk trunk. I'll let the trunk in this month's garage. That's why I told the bitch, I'll go through the drive through but your fucking friend can't come. <laughs> Random billboard pail. You know, like you do. And he's got the matches from Biff's Pleasure Paradise. I love this bit too, like, you know. Even if that's not why he has it, sure as shit did come in handy. Yeah, he's just a fucking klepto. Well, to be fair, they are giveaway matchbooks. Right, yeah. But if he would ta stop taking goddamn souvenirs... <laughs> I, it would be great if it changed from George McFly murdered to George McFly dies of autoerotic asphyxiation. George <laughs> <laughs> McFly indicted. If I was alive in prison. George McFly. George McFly gets first Hill Valley uh, sex change operation. Land that piece of shit, Doc. George McFly murders family. <laughs> whoa, whoa, Doc, Doc, Doc. We need to rethink this plan. Marty, your dad turned into Chris Benoit. He murder suicide. Whoa, 99, bro. <laughs> what a great fucking ending. Spoilers. Sorry. Nicole says, but they just killed Doc. <laughs> we have all three movies, dear. Because she had never seen them before. Or had never seen two and three, I should say. Marty, I left you my butt plugs. <laughs> Steaming hot, right from my rectum. <laughs> rectum. Put him in now to save your life. Almost killed him. <laughs> Now, I remember hearing a story at some point about this type of thing actually happening, like in real life, like delivering a message, like you know, fifty, sixty years in the future or some shit like that. Like yeah. This guy, like you know, writing a telegram to his grandson or something, like them actually having to honor this crazy ass request. I feel like I've heard something about that recently too. You'll miss this putt, jackass. Oh shit, that is him. Yeah. I've been sent by the men in black to recruit you. 
It's the blueprints! The human DNA on how to give them two buttholes! <laughs> also to make your children look eerily like you. This is a good bit. This is a good device to lead into the the next movie. I, I, I dig it a lot. How would you feel if you're the Western Union guy and, you know, this letter has been in your possession for 70 years and it's finally the night to go deliver it and it starts fucking raining? You're like, of course! Of course it's raining! <laughs> but hey, the crazy hell fucker did, the letter did say to bring a raincoat. Huh. My super rad hat. It's from the top. Dear Marty. Yeah, like that old ass paper wouldn't be First let me assure you that I'm alive and well. I've been living happily these past eight months in the year eighteen eighty five. Again, yeah. Living happily over the past eight months in the year eighteen eighty five. You know. One of the scariest times a human being could be alive. I've taken many lives since I came here. <laughs> you know the best part, Marty? It's all legal. There's no law yet. <laughs> this is fucking wild, wild west out here, Marty. They're, they're not even done building the courthouse. <laughs> the foundation, Marty. The foundation. Full of hotties, Marty. Mostly Chinamen. <laughs> <laughs> They dig up the gold, I kill him, take the gold. <laughs> and Kelly, this is the finale from the first movie. Okay. So this is 1985 Marty getting sent back in time. Oh, 9-11. <laughs> and in 1985, that theater's a porno house. <laughs> <laughs> Gorilla, you can clearly see that the the fire tracks from the tire spell out 9-11. Back to the Future predicted 9-11. Bob Zemeckis, explain yourself. <laughs> <laughs> clearly, clearly a 9-11. Look at that. It's obviously 9-11. It's just, it couldn't be any further from that. <laughs> what the fuck? It's so That's plain to see. Dumb. It's like, Marty, thanks for leaving fire on the ground. You know how much it turns me on. And I love to jerk off and spook right into the flame as it hits its brightest point. <laughs> and he flips the fuck out. <laughs> I love that. It's right around now, in 1985, Marty's discovering that his parents are cool and his... His siblings are not assholes anymore, and Pip's a diminutive, whatever the hell he is. And they're fucking rich, kind of. Yeah, like at least hey. upper middle class. Doing okay on a sci-fi writer's salary. And his, George R. R. Martin rich. His girlfriend all of a sudden looks like uh, Elizabeth Shue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fucking to be continued. Also, hey, yeah, here's next time on Back to the Future. <laughs> Next day, Mario McFly goes in blackface. <laughs> yeah, I did not. I remember not enjoying Back to the Future 3 as a kid very much. But 
Upon watching as an adult, holy shit, it's a lot of fun. Love it. Love it. Mary Lots Steen, of fun. Mary Steenburgen is at her hottest in Beckham. Yeah. ZZ Top. Yes. <laughs> yeah, old timey ZZ Top. The whole train sequence is goddamn choo-choo great. trains, man. One of one of the best action sequences in the entire film trilogy. Yeah, it's it's really really fun. Coming like, I, summer nineteen ninety, and and you don't see that where trailer movies end and you and you get a trailer for the next one. Not true. Captain America: The First Avenger had a trailer for Avengers at the end of it. True, that is true. It only took. 25 years to get there, but goddamn it, they did it. <laughs> Back to the Future 3, coming in summer of 1990, and Kelly would be born two years later. And <laughs> to go back and watch the other movies of this. I like this. Dude, like, no Well, no they're bullshit. not going to be as good as this one, because this was kind of awesome. This was fun. But <laughs> Back to the Future, like... These are these are the, one of the greatest movie trilogies of all time. Yeah, it's it's solid. Like it, it's one of those things that every once in a while you run the risk of watching something that you loved as a kid and realizing, oh man, this really isn't good. And that doesn't happen. Like this 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 shit holds up really really well. It's a really good show. Really good show. But yeah, I mean, all the performances are great. Like it's you know. Despite the really the, the the long scene where they go back to 1956 in this movie, it's all written very well and everything kind of works. And you know, you don't. I don't know. I feel like it doesn't. It doesn't ask you to suspend your disbelief any more than you know the concept of time travel. Like everything else, kind of works. You know. Yeah, it's all it's all solid movie making. Yeah, it all yeah. kind of works. Everything kind of fits in place. Like you know, you don't find yourself straining to 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 take the trip they're asking you to take because everything just kind of flies, right. man. Like it's. I mean, I love Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, but, you know, they essentially kidnap all of the history's greatest people, which would just fuck time up something terribly. Yeah, I I watched, uh, I didn't get through the whole thing, we had to leave, but we watched about half of it on Netflix with Zoe the other day, a couple months ago, I guess it was now, and I'm like, man, Bill and Ted had no regard for the butterfly effect. No respect. (laughs) The, except for w- when they did the whole plot about hiding the keys for themselves. <laughs> yeah, which is a lot of fun. But if they had exchanged that, had, uh, had that much forethought when they were, you know, taking Socrates to 1988. Right. Exactly. They would have been a little bit better off. You kidnap Lincoln, the keys aren't going to be where you left them. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, that, uh... The kid of Abraham Lincoln is going to have some unforeseen consequences. Yeah, it's it's surprising that they didn't get back to 1988 to do their their report for school, and they're still slaves. Yeah, <laughs> slaves and like you know, fucking Mongolian hordes. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's Back to the Future Two, Kelly. You should watch Back to the Future One and Three. Yeah, I think I I think I'm going to do that. And then uh, they just, I believe, this week, um, re-released the game. It was one of Telltale's first games. Yeah, before Walking epi- Dead epi- and all that. Yeah, it was episodic. Uh, they just released it all again, like as one thing, remastered for PS4 and uh, Xbox One and shit. So that's cool. So you got that going on. 
And then uh, the new comics start like next week, I think. Maybe even tomorrow. Tomorrow. Yeah, they, they've already uh, sold out of the first printing of issue number one. So they're already doing a second printing. That's awesome. Yeah. And then, uh, and like, so the game and the comics both, uh, you know, Bob Gale is very much involved in the, the, the writing and creation of the characters. That's really cool. So it's going to all, you know, the game all really feels solid. It all fits, you know, as I imagine the comics would be the same way. Holy shit! Dirk Manning! <laughs> oh, Dick <laughs> Manning. Shit. That's You're a Dick Papa Manning. <laughs> I just saw a minute ago there that they said scenes of uh, George McFly from Back to the Future. Crispin Glover. Glover. Hey, you got credited, buddy. Yeah, and stock footage. That's crazy. And then uh, don't turn it off just yet, everybody watching at home, because you'll see the scene at the end where Nick Fury tries to recruit Doc Brown to be a member of the Avengers. <laughs> How'd you track me down after all those years? <laughs> You have a certain set of skills, Doc Brown. <laughs> I was about to say, we did a man with your skills. All this whore blood on my hands, you want me to join your team? <laughs> I'm a monster! <laughs> I said I wouldn't kill again, goddammit! I'm fucking out! And Amazon says, customers who watch this item also watched a bunch of things, and then also Teen Wolf 2, which I forgot until right now, stars Jason Bateman. Oh yeah, Teen Wolf 2. I completely forgot about that. Where it's I don't a, know if I've ever seen that. It's definitely subpar to Teen Wolf 1, but I used to watch it almost as frequently as I did Teen Wolf 1 as a kid. Instead of, in high school, Jason Bateman's in college, and instead of a basketball player, he's a boxer. I'm sorry, he is a boxer. That's and right. he's, yeah. he, he plays uh, Michael J. Fox's cousin, essentially. So he plays a wolf who beats the shit out of people. Yes. Yeah, and then what? And then I think Styles is the same guy. And then no, no, Styles is in it, but it's a different actor. Chubbs, Chubbs is the same actor. Chubbs is the same guy, and then uh, his dad is the same guy, right? Right. right. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. For some reason, Jason Bateman's uncle, who is Michael J. Fox's dad from the first one, brings him to college, which just seems weird, unless he's a fucking orphan. He's an orphan. Yeah, and the guy that plays Chubbs is the same guy that was Francis in Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Yes, and uh, uh, John Wayne Gacy in the John Wayne Gacy movie. Oh, that's right. He was. Yeah. Yeah. We we watched Teen Wolf not long after we watched the Back to the Future trilogy. We were on a fucking Michael J. Fox kick, and just a really weird, like, I don't know if it's just you know, delightfully politically incorrect 1980s shit or whatever. But the scene where he's going to tell Styles that he's a werewolf, it, it came out of fucking nowhere. He's like, hey, Styles, like, I, got, I, got, I got something I kind of want to tell you. And without missing a beat, he goes, not a fag, are you? <laughs> <That's> <laughs> like, you're a fag. Uh, I couldn't handle it if you were some kind of fag. I'm not gonna oh, like, oh, man, I'm not a fag or nothing. I'm like, whoa. <laughs> like, whoa. <laughs> I'm just a werewolf. He's like, like okay. The word fag seventeen times in twelve seconds in this <laughs> Wait a second. movie. You're a werewolf. You're not a fag werewolf, are you? You was a lot cooler with being a werewolf than if you were actually gay. Apparently, <laughs> you ain't gonna get all fuzzy and suck my dick or nothing, huh? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, it was really aggressive. And like, holy shit! 
Because, like, if he's if he was gay instead of a werewolf, like, Styles is like, I can't do nothing with a gay guy. A gay guy can't do a handstand on top of my van. <laughs> right. <laughs> you ain't got none of them weird gay wolf nods, do you? Yeah. Uh, he teen- was really jarring. I'm like, holy fuck. <laughs> teen Wolf is one of my all-time childhood favorites. I watched that. So I had a VHS tape that had Teen Wolf, Gremlins, and Goonies on it that I wore out. Just like uh, yeah, the um, uh, Teen Wolf weird fag dropping scene aside has not aged quite as well as Back to the Future. Well, and isn't that the same scene where uh, Styles gets Teen Wolf to sniff out his his pot stash? Yes, that is exactly that same scene. Yes. Yep. Never got that as a kid. <laughs> Yeah, no, no. I'm like, what's the stash, and why does he need to find it with his nose? I don't understand. <laughs> like, a boof. Oh, he needs to find it. Boof is so hot in Teen Wolf. Boof is where, so hot. Where they have the, they do the seven minutes in heaven, and he like shreds her sweater. Yeah, there's some good bits in that movie, and the the wolf stuff is actually pretty good too. Yeah. Uh, Teen Wolf is one of those movies that completely. <laughs> ruined high school for me because high school was nothing like Teen Wolf. No. <laughs> and then there's also the bit in Teen Wolf where, you know, he's fucking around with the one cheerleader chick and she's, you know, supposed to be boyfriends with the one, the basketball player for the other team or whatever. Is she a cheerleader or is she, she was like the, the lead in the play. Was she also a cheerleader? I forget. She's definitely in the play. Yeah. Maybe the cheerleader time. Maybe making that part up. Like the, the the she's the most popular girl, essentially. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But so they're on a date at the bowling alley, and he's all wolfed up, and they're bowling and shit. And the guy that you know she was dating, the other team's like star basketball player, comes up, gets in his face. Oh, they're face. on the same team. No, no, no. The guy in the black hair is on a different team. Right. He's like the team with the red jerseys because they play against each other in the in the finals. Yeah. So why are they going to the same fucking dance? I don't. But, well, because I don't. I don't know. You can invite other people from other schools to the same dance. Yeah. You just got to get a permission slip. Yeah. <laughs> but he fucking comes up to Teen Wolf, and it's all like, and the, the, the exchange is basically, you know, you don't fucking scare me, Mr. Big, Big Bad Werewolf. I've seen your kind before, you know, when I shot your mom for eating chickens in my backyard. I'm like, wait, did this guy just admit to murdering his mother? <laughs> and admitting to knowing the existence of werewolves. Right, and just not doing shit about it for <laughs> God knows how long. Do you guys? He's been healthing. Oh, this this question is obviously not for Kelly, but do you guys remember the Teen Wolf animated series? No. Yes. It was kind of like, uh, it was almost like Adam's Family, where it was just a house full of Teen Wolves, uh, a house full of wolves. Really? It was a Saturn Saturday morning cartoon. I have not heard of such a creature. Beware, Scott. When the moon is full. Oh, no. Not again. It's a hairy situation. Oh, I'll die if anyone sees me like this. Hey, what? man, say, don't be shy if it happens to yeah, you. Yeah, you might be a little young for it, too, Lee. Good morning, Scotty. It might be. You young shit. My friends, Boof and Styles, know my hairy secret. <laughs> Boof and Styles. Wow. 
you say I got a weird erection? I haven't thought of the Teen Wolf animated series in probably 30 years. Yeah, team. Okay, it ran for two seasons, and yeah, I would have been one when it started. <laughs> My Stacy Keach was the voice of Grandpa, apparently. <laughs> Stacy Keach, he's like, what? I like money. <laughs> Shoot the moon. That's fucking crazy. <laughs> Yeah, they they can't all be the Beetlejuice cartoon. Is what I'm, I guess is what I'm saying. No, but I probably that, watched every goddamn episode of that Teen Wolf cartoon if it only ran for two seasons. You guys ever see the bit where at the end of Teen Wolf, the guy in the stands like just pulls his dick out and waggles it around? Oh, yeah. absolutely. Uh, do you guys have any plans tomorrow? Let's watch Teen Wolf. <laughs> I know. Yeah. <laughs> That's another movie I've never seen. Yeah, I was going to go to Jiu-Jitsu. This sounds like a lot more fun all of a sudden. Obviously, Teen Wolf is not as much of a cultural touchstone as the Back to the Future movies are. But still, classic. <laughs> yeah, and there are some, 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 t- some things that will make you feel a little bit ooky <laughs> about Teen Wolf. Not the least of which is, you know, like Nia said, the fact that it's a complete bullshit version of high school wherein one of the kids in the, in the school can just set up a merchandising stand in the hallway and get rich off his friend. <laughs> yeah. And high school kids in 80s movies are were always seemed much older than anyone in actual high school ever yeah, was. Yeah, they're all like in their 30s, yeah. except for Michael J. Fox. <laughs> it still looks like he's 22. Oh, it's crazy town. And, and you know, he becomes a werewolf. It it comes out to the public and then But the, he ain't no fag werewolf. <laughs> no, no way. And then the most popular girl in school is like, Yeah, I wanna fuck that werewolf. And it happens in the span of right. minutes. And like she doesn't want have want to have anything to do with regular non hairy Michael J. Fox. She wants the wolf always. Give me the wolf. She knows what in she's into. Second, but I, I respect that. I want a keg of beer and these. <laughs> Good shit. So yeah. So that is Back to the Future and a lot of talk about Teen Wolf as well. Yeah. <laughs> Happy Back to the Future Day, everybody! It's finally here. Yeah. Never yeah. again will someone post a fake. Uh, you know. DeLorean display with oh, a wrong true. date of Back to the Future Day. It, it's here. Never again will we ever see Doc Brown the same. <laughs> no. like We, we know the truth now. Doc, Doc Brown is a Time Lord serial murderer. History's got, greatest monster. Yes. He's got some shit going on, guys. And Doc Brown predicted 9-11 and probably caused it. Yeah. yeah. You know why... Hitler. Jet- Hitler, I've got some designs for ovens. <laughs> you know why jet fuel melt those melted those steel beams? Because they weren't steel beams. The World Trade Centers were made out of hooker corpses. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> never, never forget. 
This might be the most fucked up episode of the podcast. <laughs> it's definitely up there. We went dark, folks. I, I, I want to see this movie now, actually. I, I want to see the fucked up time traveling serial killer movie. I don't know, man. I feel like in this day and age, it shouldn't be impossible to make it happen. We can kickstart the fuck out of that. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So join us next week where we will hopefully, I mean, I can pretty much guarantee you it won't go quite this dark. <laughs> hey, I mean, no, pro- no promises, though. I would, <laughs> I, mean, like, I would like to thank the entire comics industry for not having any worthwhile news to talk about this week. You know, I asked yeah. for it and it and it happened. No, yeah, it, it seems an easy, like easy decision to go for it. Yeah, yeah, it seems like no one harassed anyone. So let's see, if we can go, talk, bro. let's see if we can go two weeks. Comics industry. Yeah, let's go two for two. I, I I think you can do it. Comic community, I think you can do it. I believe in you, comics people. So yeah, uh, what horrible things do you believe Doc Brown did in the time stream? Let us know. Popcast at penaltonpages.com or leave us a voicemail 616-951-1 pop and we'll play them on the air. Doc Brown and kidnapped the Lindbergh baby. <laughs> Doc Brown <laughs> crashed Amelia Earhart's plane. Uh, <laughs> Doc Brown is the Bermuda Triangle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, so you know, for Jason Nyes, uh, Jose Guzman and Kelly Harris. I am uh, the Lord Reverend Lee Rodriguez. And we'll talk to you guys next week, uh, 10 p.m. Eastern, 9 p.m. Central, at chat.panelsonpages.com. And uh, what else would we play at the end of this episode except for the power of love? So uh, <laughs> enjoy this. Love you. Good night. Goodbye.
That was wonderful. Bravo! I loved that. Oh, it was great. Well, it was pretty good. Well, it wasn't bad. Well, there were parts of it that weren't very good, it though. It could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful. I was terrible. Get him away! Hey, boo! 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 boo. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.